BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hello, listeners of a typical disgusting display. Uh, Unfortunately, one of us contracted COVID this week. We'll reveal who next week. And I know what you're thinking. It can't be Goldie because he's recording this intro, but maybe we've baked that in and I'm recording it to throw you off the scent. Anyway, we'll tell you who has COVID next week. But in the meantime, we have an all new episode. It is made up of some of the best things we've recorded that have never aired. So please enjoy that, and Happy New Year. (laughs) Tonight, we got them, Goldie and the Salt. This is a typical, typical, disgusting, 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 and it starts right now. Welcome back to another episode of A Typical Disgusting Display, a podcast for writers by writers who hate writing. Guys, I had an interesting story from uh, the world of my sort of extended family that I wanted to share with you. I think you might find interesting. So, Goldie, you know this. Uh, Obviously, my parents divorced when I was five. Yeah, lived, lived it's hilarious. With I know, it's already <laughs> funny. Hey, it's the, it's the inspiration for the show Dads. It's got to be hilarious. Um, so that was in 1978 that they got divorced. And in 1984, shout out to Chief and the 84 world champion Boston Celtics, um, my mom started dating this guy, Mike Grossman. Now, Goldie knows who that is because he grew up in the Boston area. Mike Grossman, uh, his family had a very, a giant chain of, of hardware stores called Grossman's, and they were very big in New England. I'm sure Goldie probably shopped there. One yes. second. Yeah. And this is when hardware stores mattered. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and Goldie, just give us, for the fans at home, give us the color scheme of Grossman's. Oh, it was just orange and black Cincinnati Bengal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was very ugly, ugly oh, color scheme. Hideous, and, but it didn't matter because they because hardware was so important back then. It was <laughs> no hardware was kind of a niche thing back then. We didn't know to, it was just yeah. the Wild West hardware. Yeah. <laughs> yep, you just it was just a pile of two by fours and some nails. That was all a hardware store was back then. <laughs> so my mom starts dating this guy, Mike Grossman, heir to the Grossman's fortune, mm. and. Uh, you know, I, uh, they dated for over 20 years. I, I, the, I wasn't crazy about the guy, okay? okay? He wasn't like the nicest guy, but he took my mom all over the world. They traveled a lot. She, she was happy, so that, that counts for something. Anyway, this guy, Mike, 
had several older sisters, and Mike himself sadly passed away in 2006. Hey, gone! So, hey, gone. Yep, you can do that. You can do that there. I'm going to allow it. So he had several older sisters, and two of them, insanely, are still alive. So older there's one of them, and Goldie, you'll love the names, Penny. Sure. Aunt Penny. Aunt Penny is 102. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then the And let me guess, she's she's still sharp as a tack. <laughs> well, that's exactly right. That phrase was coming yeah, out. Yeah, no that one's like was... they're 102. They're out of their fucking mind. They haven't <laughs> made sense in over 38 years, but you know nope. what? The body doesn't know how to give up. <laughs> the no, worst sharp story. As a we got the sharpest sure. attack side. So there's another sister, and uh Goldie, I'll give you a shot. What do you think her name is? Oh man! I mean, I've already said on this podcast yeah, yeah, the well, name it's one Dot of them. It's one, several it, dot peg, Cheryl, Cheryl, Cheryl? <laughs> Shirley. Oh, Shirley, Aunt Shirley. Okay. And uh, so there's there's Aunt Penny and Aunt sure, Shirley. I'll never... have another <laughs> if you're pouring. So I've spent many's the dinner with uh, Penny and Shirley at, at, at you know yeah. at Mike Grossman's house. And they and they are sharp as tax. And I always get these bulletins from my my mom like like you remember uh, Aunt Shirley? I'm like, yes. She's like, she drove herself to a golf lesson. So it's like, you know, they're that kind of old people where it's is, like, can is you she believe getting this? good at golf finally? Yeah, she's finally getting <laughs> she's, it. She's a scratch. She's, no, scratch no, no, no. at this point. She's an actual handicap. That's what she's called. <laughs> <laughs> um so, but anyway, so here's where the story takes a turn. I spoke to my mother, uh, I think this was yesterday, and she said, uh, she said, you know, Aunt Penny and Aunt Cheryl were going out to dinner last night with their kids, and Aunt Cheryl was using her walker, heading towards the door, stopped walking, closed her eyes, and died. She died standing up. <laughs> Standing oh up God. on her walker, she, they couldn't knock her down like Jake Lamada. Like they could not, not, life could not knock her down. Wow. She closed her eyes, clutching the walker, and was dead where she stood. Did they then just bring her to her golf lesson? Right. Anyway, yes. And she hit. She parred the back nine. Wait, is, but, are we allowed to do again? Yeah, sure, sure. Well, God bless I, this woman. I mean, I is there anything more New England than dying, holding on, clutching your water? I, I would say no. Not going down. And, and so, you know, taken too soon at the tender age of 97, which means now that the 102-year-old is still out there and will be at the funeral, probably speak. Probably go out to dinner afterwards, <laughs> wow. which is just crazy. So anyway, that was sort of a a New England interesting death yes. story for yeah. you. Do we have a minute to address other business, or or should we? Sure, Always, yeah, absolutely. I want. So I want to talk about the Tooth Fairy for a little Ooh. bit. Oh, the movie so, with Seth MacFarlane? Uh, no, <laughs> okay, believe it okay, or not. Sorry. And the so rock. the Tooth Fairy. The first person to do the Tooth Fairy for their kid, I get it. You were trying to create a special memory, and you invented this character, and you gave him a little money, and it it became a fun thing in your household, which is where it should have ended. Yep. The second person to do the Tooth Fairy was an asshole. (laughs) And then give legitimacy to this whole institution of teeth falling out, and then there being this expectation of money. So... 
Now we're in coronavirus. My daughter loses a tooth. I have not had cash on me since last February. Yes. I have not done an in-person cash transaction. I have bought nothing in person. I don't need money on me anymore. So I don't have it. I've not been to a bank. I've not been to an ATM. No, you don't tip people ever. When we're not in coronavirus, my friend, Chief, I carry on me over $200 worth of fives and twenties. Just so you know, for the express purpose of tipping anyone who helps me in any way, no matter how demeaning it is for me or them. No, but he doesn't. If, if, if a seagull lands near me on the beach and I like the way it landed, I'll put five dollars in its beak and say thank you, seagull. Put ketchup on the five. Hope it eats it. Yeah. Well, Goldie, you and I know that this is like this is one of our few tickets into heaven. Is generous tipper. Mm. You have to combat the stereotype when someone sees someone as Jewish as us walk in anywhere. Yes, you better be making it rain when you come in. Yes, (laughs) changing changing perceptions one at a time, ending stereotypes. Yes, one five at a time. But then it's like, oh, they they flaunt at those people. Good. (laughs) Good. Remember that during my standing ovation as my casket just perfectly cascades down the face of an 80-foot wave. You should should have exploding bills coming out of your casket. So my kid loses her tooth at dinner. I have no money. I take the dog out for a walk. I miraculously find a $10 bill. Wow. So I'm, I'm saying to myself... I'm all set. This is clearly a sign from heaven that the tooth fairy is real. I believe everything now. Yes. I believe in kismet. I believe in Yes. And by the way, I don't know why kids need money now. Because if I don't need money, no. my kids have an iPad and a dog. Okay? They can watch every movie or show ever created, view a lesson on anything, and pet their dog. Neither of which we had growing up. So I needed money. Okay? Because I needed yeah. a bike. You bazooka. So I could. So I, right. could, I yeah. needed a bike so I could bike five miles away and buy Bubblicious. Right. Yes. Have a bubble. <laughs> exactly. This was the only thing to do in the seventies and eighties. didn't but chew. My kids, they don't need. If you cash. had a couple, if you had a couple extra bucks, you'd go for a fun dip. Oh, Ooh, the uh, fun yeah, dip. That was that. That could last you all afternoon. Yeah. But my kids don't need cash because of this disease. They can't go out anyway. So. The thing about the tooth fairies, as your kids get older, when they're younger, they go to bed at, you know, 8.30 and you slide it under their beautiful sleeping head. But my kid is now 10. So I know that I have to stay up at least an hour after she goes to sleep to when she's really asleep to slide this under her pillow. So first, she's mad about something and won't go to bed till like nine. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Daughters. Then her big rebellion of the night was she wanted to sleep with her feet on the pillow. (laughs) She shares a giant bed with her sister. Uh, So the the little one was upset because the other one's feet were near her. So this caused an hour of fighting that I had to figure out how to administer justice in the case of Molly versus the feet on the pillow. 
which nothing in life has equipped me for this. I mean, in, in my house, everyone would have been rapidly slapped and uh, right. <laughs> then it would be over forty years and gone to bed. <laughs> but not me. I'm I'm trying to figure out the root of everyone's agita, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So yeah. Anyway, sleep finally. I'm staying up well past what I want. I slide <laughs> this ten dollar bill under my child's foot pillow where she's resting oh, the, her feet. Oh, the, the feet won the feet won okay. I surrender in every <laughs> of my life so I say okay I did it I made the tooth fairy appear to be real to everyone yeah yeah and so then I wake up and my daughter's standing above my bed going the tooth fairy forgot and I'm oh, like no. okay here's what happened she didn't see it so so I tear the bed apart <laughs> The money is not there. No way. The money's gone. Wait, does Molly have it? No. Okay. So I do what I do in every instance where something disappears. I, I accuse my wife. <laughs> I, I just blanket accuse her based on nothing. I go, I put the money there and now it's gone. So money doesn't just disappear. So where is it? I'm making a giant ass of myself. <laughs> so my wife digs the bed apart. <laughs> and with tweezers, finds that it's been kicked under the bed. And oh. so I present it to my daughter and I say, see, the tooth fairy did come. And she says, this is her reaction. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. And takes the money. Oh, the magic. To, later that day, she comes up to me and says, have you seen that $10 he gave me? She <laughs> lost the money. Oh, no way. <laughs> um, I don't care anymore. Believe, <laughs> believe in magic, kids. Oh, the so magic. Thank you, person who invented the tooth fairy, <laughs> for putting me through this giant cycle of nothing. Oh, God. Well, you'll, you'll enjoy this tall the other day because Levy's starting to get to the age where she's going to lose a tooth soon. Tall said to me as I was going out the other day, um, can you go to the bank and get like 20 gold coins? I was like, what, the, what the fuck bank what do you think I'm going ages? to? I know. I'm not going to a bank a on a pirate ship. It's like a pirate bank. Like, so I, I don't know. I need know. doubloons. I think she just meant dollar coins and thought they were gold, which in fact, of course, they are not. Okay, all right. That's I'm fair. Sure. Are gold okay. coins what are there? available from the U.S. Mint? Yes. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. They're I didn't not do a the, dollar. I think they're like $100. I didn't do the, that would be pretty the, cool. the 20 coins anyway. I'm not, I passed on that <laughs> errand. I said, no, thank you, which is allowed. Like once a day, I can do that. Once a day, that's pretty good. Yeah, well, maybe <laughs> once a week. Okay. All right, you know what? I think it's time to add a little levity to the proceedings. Yeah. Yeah. Let's jump in to Johnny Jokes. Johnny's. Oh, boy. Let's see what uh, sinusitis Carson sounds like this week. Uh, these are Johnny Jokes, uh, the kind that Johnny Carson would have in his monologue. Here we go. Uh, a new Batman comic revealed that Batman's boy wonder sidekick is gay. Yeah, mm. can you believe that? Uh, you can read all about it in the all-new adventures of Batman and Throbin. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off slowly. Yeah, here we go. Here, more, more puns to come. This is a big pun go. week, everybody. 
Uh, here's a you know kind of a sad story. Former U.S. Ambassador James Hormel passed away earlier this week at the age of 88. Uh, Hormel's career had a promising start, but he was eventually canned in Chile. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I have a disease. I, also, apo- I apologize. Is this a problem? Hang on! Hang on, that's right. We got another one of those coming up. Okay, here we go. Uh, a new study from Consumer Reports magazine tells us that appliance prices have reached an all-time high, with Viking stoves topping the list. Hmm. You know, I guess I can get by with just a microwave. Oh, boy. <laughs> I had that one circled as a sure thing. All right, here we go. And the final one. Here we go. Boy, more sadness. But wouldn't the microwave be expensive too? Well, no, way less expensive than the stove. I guess. Way less expensive than the stove. So you're going to microwave everything the rest of your life, but in a fancy microwave? No, Goldie. Microwave. That's why it's funny. Here we go. Let's just let's move on from that disaster. Uh, have I mentioned I was a kleptomaniac? Okay, here we go. <laughs> some some sad news here. Maki Kaji, known as the godfather of the number puzzle game Sudoku, passed away in Japan earlier this week. Uh, memorial services will be held in several town squares at two, nine, six, and four. Oh, that's great. That's great. <laughs> That's a perfect Thank job. you. Thank you. We'll I'm envious. Because I, I feel like this week, I mean. It was tough. And we had a long time to build them up this week. Well, I mean, the, the news in general is so bad and depressing. And I think you tend to gravitate toward these little stories. And then I, I feel obligated to take on. This is why it, it would be good if we were both on. Yeah, it would be good if we were both on staff. Because you need both, right? right. You, need like you, both. you need to address. You need to just let everyone know I'm addressing the major issues, and right. then you got to dig into these well, little side. I, I leave anyway. those. I leave the big stories to you. <clears throat> anyway, here we go. All right. <clears throat> this week, the government of Afghanistan collapsed and was overtaken by the Taliban, a regime notoriously repressive to women. And I want to be the first to say congratulations to new Afghani president. Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> That's great. Oh, you took chocolate and peanut butter and put them yeah. together there. Those are the two big stories, and I smashed them right together. Love That's a mashup. That's a tactic. All right. Okay. Texas Governor Abbott is fighting mask mandates in schools in spite of the fact that the governor himself just contracted COVID-19. But in his defense... These kids have missed a year and a half of school, and some of them are two variants behind. (laughs) There are fourth graders still coughing at a first grade level. (laughs) Okay. I love when you have add-ons. There we go. All right. And and now here comes a quick jab after I've I've just circled the ring for a while. (laughs) Due to the pandemic, there's a shortage of pita bread. Yeah. So I guess that's a wrap on wraps. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Okay. There's also and now here I'm I'm a little proud of myself because I built a thematic monologue. Like these are these are going to lead one into the other, Johnny. Uh, as style. Johnny, nice. please. So, so, so this is what you. I'm trying to sell the host a chunk 
right now, which is the most audacious thing you can do as a writer and say, like, not only do I have one joke, I have four in a row and they fucking yeah, have to be you're, done. You're like, I'm going to give you three first downs. You either yeah. take all my work or none of it. Right. <laughs> okay, here we go. There's also, because remember, we just had a shortage of pita bread. <laughs> yes. yes. There's also a nationwide shortage of restaurant workers. Yeah. In fact, high-end restaurants in Beverly Hills can't find maitre d's, so they're asking customers to start ignoring themselves. <laughs> hey. That's great. And here we go. Now I'm just going to try to bring it into a landing here. Okay, Johnny. Here we go. A record half of U.S. adults now say they've tried marijuana. The other half are waiting for us to pass the doobie. <laughs> That's about as square as you can get. <laughs> Great. Oh, oh go on. Nice and work. once again, till five minutes before the podcast, oh. pulling out hair I no longer have. It's so good. <laughs> pulling oh, out well. head. Just oh. <laughs> like pulling just scalp. I'm off. gonna start making <laughs> drug addict style excuses to get out of doing the podcast because <laughs> it's become so onerous oh, to well, write these things. Well, you should have seen me. I, I was so happy that Sudoku guy died yesterday. <laughs> oh, what a relief. That was a perfect joke. <laughs> Thank you. You had several. I mean, is it something that you guys, do you enjoy the dreading doing it or do you want to no. do less of it? I can't wait till we rap. We never do the podcast again. <laughs> I never Don't have take... to think about it. Wait, you just wait until Johnny jokes is the most popular. And right. you guys, this retro podcast, and they hope they never stop. <laughs> and now we just want you to take Johnny jokes and make that its own podcast and make right. it daily. And we'll pay you just enough. So you have to do it, but you'll still be angry about it and you won't be able to survive on it, but you will be dependent on the money. That's the situation you'll be in for the rest of your life it's a 40, trap all of creativity Jones. is a trap and around you people will be making more money for doing very similar things they'll be totally set you won't be just so you know but you'll be working as hard as they are and they'll be getting more acclaim but you'll be getting enough that anytime you complain people will say how can you complain and no one will be sympathetic this will be your life yep first world problems well, maybe uh, there'll be another segment that we come up with that you can start swapping or something. Another like segment? More <laughs> Something that you enjoy. <laughs> something I enjoy? Stopping! Maybe, maybe we turn Here's a segment. Top. Here's 10 minutes of silence that requires no preparation. <laughs> no we, work. We, we should do instead of a top five, a top 50. Those are easier. <laughs> yeah, much easier. Fives, much easier. Here's a segment um, where you get $100,000. <laughs> I like that segment. I love this. Um, one of the things, though, that is good about uh the johnny jokes is it, it it definitely encourages me to look at like you know on my phone but just like news stories more so yeah like yesterday i was looking at one i have no idea why this is a story now but apparently deborah winger uh just gave an interview where she says she quit her role in in a league of their own the minute she heard madonna was cast oh and it was like this all these excerpts from this article weird where she just, it's so funny because it's so many years later, yeah. but she's shitting all over Madonna, like <laughs> just so needlessly now. She was just like, it, I felt like it turned it into an Elvis movie. And there was a direct quote like, 
Um, well, as far as Madonna, I feel her acting career speaks for itself. Oh. So she's still just like <laughs> so, so mad bitter. at Madonna. Also, at the time, we thought Madonna, it was like, you know, like a virgin. What? A material girl. That's offensive. And now it's like the lasting impact she's had. And the way those songs not just hold up, but... Are great. They're, yeah. They would see if you release them today, they would still be the best songs. And Absolutely. That, and that they, yeah. they also captured this, like Material Girl captured this zeitgeist almost historically that is important that this became a yeah. thing with you know the uh the wall street and yeah and, and consumption oh, wow, yeah. of materialism that I, I i think has come to you know like become even it, it's almost the precursor to like dan bilzeri and lamborghinis and guns yeah that it be it that seeds were just the beginning of like brand awareness of like i have a cuisinart yeah as opposed to a wearing <laughs> wow. Yeah, the cultural and, and she effect. captured that. Yeah, no, she's she's amazing. More like, than I, Deborah fucking Winger. <laughs> well, by the way, Deborah Winger is a. I don't know if she works that much anymore, but she was fantastic. Yes. And by sure. the way, <clears throat> not to get me verklempt again, but um, do we know a little tidbit about Deborah Winger? Do no. you? She was the voice of ET. What? Wow. Yes. No. I don't, I don't want to talk I about I got to text your mom. Is she going to come carry you out? <laughs> She's going to have to carry me out of this podcast. And and remember you were saying in the last podcast where your mom carried you out of the theater yeah. like in an officer and a gentleman? And right. And that's yeah. also Deborah Winger. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah. It must be in the stars. Yes. Just like E.T. E.T.'s oh, in the stars. Yes, he is. Um, anyway, I thought that was a funny story. Um, yes. Yeah, <laughs> Let's get to our uh, top five this week. Top five. Top five movies that take place at school. Uh, would anyone like to start? I'll, I'll start. Go ahead. You I feel like start. I tend to go later. And it's, and it's yeah, starting now. Start. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So number five, back to school. Oh, nice. With Rodney Good Dangerfield. Choice. And, you know, I I just think that... We don't have this figure today, this sort of like 50-year-old, uh, wisecracking, they, they don't put a varnish on him. They don't try to make him handsome or debonair. It was just no, a wow. Like, it was just, and it was, he was, there were, there was maybe a year or two where he was the biggest thing in entertainment. It was, it was such a fun movie. Such a fun movie. That just the fact that they named the Dean, Dean Martin was, was great. Yeah. And, and I just, I just miss the era. And maybe because I'm, I'm at that age and that physical appearance that you just have a schlub at the center of it and not, not an actor playing a schlub, like pretending to be, bald, but an actual schlub. An actual, he was legit schlub for sure. Yes. And, yeah. and that authenticity uh, came through. Very, very um, good choice. So number four, uh, old school. Oh, so and I'll say okay. some of it doesn't hold up. Our buddy Kilborn's performance holds up. Oh, Peak yeah. Vince Vaughn. Peak. Well, Wedding Crashers. But he, right, yeah. we're in that zone. We're in that zone. Yeah. And Vince I feel Vaughn like this came story. before. I think this was right when you realized, oh, my God, Vince yeah. Vaughn is having but his he, window as the fun. But he guy. came out of the gates and swingers really hot too. I mean, like yeah. he was, he was kind Very, of Very, but this was the whole other level. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, number three, and here's where we're getting into the real meat and potatoes, Grease. Yeah. Oh, that was That's almost, a good choice. Oh, I know so I was good. looking at that one. I was thinking about it, but they just all seem like they're 40, so I couldn't pick it. But it was, but I mean, good. God, all the music. I know, we go together. 
So number two is, is I wonder if you even thought in these terms because, but I'm I'm sure you did. But I thought I was being clever in yeah. putting this in there. Hoosiers. Yeah. No, that oh, was that so was going to be on. I was really Didn't close to putting that. that on. It's a great and, one. You oh, know, I think my favorite so moment of the movie is when Barbara Hershey asks Gene Hackman why he hit that kid, and he says he doesn't know, and then he kisses her. <sighs> <laughs> No, he said that's he, how that would play out in real life. Why did you almost kill that kid? I don't know. I'm gonna lean in now and just try to stick some tongue in because we're talking no. about killing that kid almost, and you're that wrong. just gets you're, me horny. You're wrong, but you're wrong about the tongue. I've never seen two more closed mouths. Right, than that but kiss. I mean, what a te- like, like, why would you go in for the kiss of that? Okay, when she asked me about almost killing the kid, that's a signal that. <laughs> That things might happen <laughs> chemistry-wise. And I think that's when I'll make my move in the woods. When she asked me about almost killing a kid. By the way, that, that movie is also the, what I call the 4-H club. Hackman, Hershey, Hopper, Hoosiers. Ooh. Wow. Wow, very good. <laughs> that's, that's one of those weird private thoughts I know has been circling your brain for of course, 35 for years. years. I got it out. Like I, I call my dog when he lies down quad L, long, low, lean Lloyd. <laughs> quad <laughs> L. in the same area okay. right there. Yeah, I do that. So and, uh, number one, and I, I'm, I'm guessing you have this number. I'll be shocked if you don't share this. Is I know one. what it is. I know what it is. Can D, I say it? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Dead Poets Society. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Not number one. It's not you. You, you by the way, you, uh, I, I'm so mad at, at two that you did not. Put I know on one that. of them. Can I guess okay, one but, of them? Right, no, gonna, don't guess them yet. Uh, don't guess them yet. Okay. And you can say that's. But I dead poets. Is, I mean, I love it. We're, we're now in it. in territory of is this a top five movie of all time? All time. I, right. I mean, and but. but and also, for when that it came out, for it us, isn't. for being from New England, like this was the antithesis of this. This was the mind, the New England minds being opened by the magical teacher that you yeah. know. I, I had versions of this teacher who right. inspired me to waste my life in the arts. Um, <laughs> you haven't wasted people. it. You're Please. sitting in a room with a sheet curtain. You're doing fine. <laughs> Uh, but by the way, I mean, now as, as a parent, I would be just furious yeah, if livid. some teacher came in and said, do drama. And I was like, I right. don't want him doing that. Oh, and then he killed himself. <laughs> right. yeah. And then it's yeah. kind of on me. <laughs> right. It's yeah, like, would, I'm paying you to, 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 I mean, give him a taste of this stuff so that, you know, when he's working for Goldman Sachs and they ask him to give a speech, he can quote Keats in passing. Right. Like, yes. that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But, but by the don't way, don't make I'm it a center of your life. I would have been too. I, I don't have the balance to stand up on a desk like that. So I would have been bad at the end when they're standing oh, up on their desks. I would not have stood up. I would have just said, "There's no benefit to standing up now. This guy's time has passed. They're not bringing him back. I'm going to curry favor with this new guy. I'm going to get an A. I'm going to college. Fuck this shit." By the way, don't rip up the textbook. Just don't read the introduction. Oh, yeah, you hate that. We don't need to start tearing books up. By the way, they charged him retroactively for all the books that he. Well, then you, you want to sell it back and get the used value because the you next can't. you 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 get you rip the intro out. You can't. There's anyway. your idea again for bad notes in a poetry book. We could yes. do that. Um, all right, JC, do you want to go or do you want me um, to go? Actually, I I want to go just because. Um, 
I just want to get it over with. Okay, I thought you maybe right. had to go take a shit or something. No. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, okay, so my number five, which, yes, I'm just going to put myself out there to be judged, is Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. And okay. judged you are. Harvey <laughs> <laughs> <RV> Potter. Potter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? I can't. I, I can't. It. I can't I judge it. it. I can't judge it. If you like, if you're into Harry Potter, then that's that's gonna make your list. Harry Potter sucks. Wait, was Sorry. he was he was he older or young? It's and the first cute? one. Yeah, because it's like no, that's not the first one. But the Prisoner of Azkaban. I thought yes, it was. It is. The first, is it the Prisoner it of the, Azkaban? I thought it was the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> But I don't know. I think it's the first one, and that, that I picked the first one, whatever the first okay. one is. Yeah, he was. They were all so cute then. Yeah. They're all okay, terrible. I get it. I get it. All right, <laughs> come on. It. He's okay. like a mini. He looks like mini John Lennon to me. Uh, yeah, that actor. <laughs> oh yeah. Him? By the way, I'm on Radcliffe. Voldemort's side. You're on Voldemort. <laughs> don't say that name. <laughs> I'll say it because I say I love Voldemort. Don't stop saying it. I heart. Voldemort. <laughs> You've said it three times now. We Where's my bumper s- sticker? <laughs> I heart Voldemort. That's a good bumper sticker, by the way. You don't say Candyman. Just don't start saying Candyman. Oh, I said it twice. All right, go ahead. JC. Okay, number four. I I can't. I think this takes place in, at school, but Heather's. Yeah. 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 You know, it's Dak. And you know, I love that movie. Goldie is that Dak. Fuck me slowly and gently with a hot brick. <laughs> chainsaw. I love my, oh, dead, I love my yeah. dead gay son. Yes, Wasn't it a hot brick? I think it's cha- a chainsaw. Oh, I trust JC. I, I just yeah. love that guy saying, I love my dead gay, gay son. son. <laughs> um, number three, The Breakfast Club. Yes, Goldie. Yes. <laughs> I know yes. everyone's supposed to like it. Oh, don't even with that. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> Come on. So when they're like dancing and I love well, yeah, right. what's okay. happening. <laughs> what's happening? There were kids. They were stoned. Fun. It was them having fun. Yeah, they were oh stoned. That, that scene where they go around and everybody's breaking down is like a fantastic scene. Yes. That yes. should be a play. I don't know why that's not a play in every high school because you could make it multiracial. I don't yeah. know why that's just not a play yeah. everywhere. <laughs> so great. Um, number two is Rushmore. Oh, God I mean, bless you. Yeah. We're, we're, we've got a lot of overlap. <laughs> Our Venn, remember Venn? Our Venn that diagram diagrams. is overlapping. Okay, and uh, number one is where I overlap with Goldie, Dead Poet Society. Oh, wow. We're okay. number one. <laughs> we're we already won one. the election. I don't know why we're having it now. All right. Um, well, all you can do is okay, here we go. Dissent. Number five, election. Thank you for saying the word election. <laughs> oh, that's, that's election yeah, is a fantastic yeah. movie. It's on my I list, love it. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even uh, think of that. Yeah, it's, um, it's great. It needs no explanation. Um, number four, overlapping with JC, Rushmore. Love it. Goldie, I encourage you to watch that again. I remember recently you said you only saw it once. You should watch yeah. it again. I, th- I think you'd love it. Okay. Um, number three, how about something called Back to the Future? See, I didn't think that took place Ooh. in a oh, school, yeah. though. That was the first one I wrote down, but I was like, it's is a, that There's like- a lot of high school. The, st- the whole end sequence is the high school dance. So. Right. So I wasn't, I wasn't sure number Goldie two, was And number two, and I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Yes. Goodwill hunting? No. School I, yeah, ties? That's funny. That, that would, no, well, that's, that was at my high school, which is, and I, I tried my best to put school ties on here, but I could not right. in good conscience put it on here because it's not that good of a movie. Okay. Number two, God damn you both. How? 
How? How did you forget <laughs> Fast Times at Ridgemont High? It was High? on my oh, list. It was wow, on my list, but is, I took it off. <laughs> that because is an indictment. I, yeah. I, I felt is. like it didn't pl- take place at school enough because they spent I mean, a lot of time Hand. in the mall. Mr. Hand. Like, yes. Uh, and just that scene alone. to me today, people. <laughs> <laughs> I just switched to Sanka, so have a heart. <laughs> um, and number one, uh, overlapping with JC again, number one is The Breakfast Club. It Number is. one. It's the Breakfast no. Club. Wow. It's the Breakfast Number Club. One. So you know what? Dead Poets is not on my list. I that's wanted it to crazy. be there. That's It's insane. not there. Yeah. I love Dead Poets. But you know what? These five movies make my list. And Dead Poets is left Dead. off. So Dead to me. Stu Dead said, poets. have you watched a movie called If... Dot, dot, dot? No. It takes place no. in an all-boys boarding school. Um, he said it's it's dark. It's dark, as you guys it's would dark. say. Yeah. He went to an all-boys boarding school in Canada, and they watched it in, like, English media class. Wow. He said he recommends that you watch it. Um, is, is he within earshot right now? No, is, he you sure he's copy. not talking about the chocolate war? I'm sure he's not. I'm sure no, he, he showed title. me it's um, okay. Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell. From Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Well, he instantly makes anything weird and dark. Yeah. So just... um, I have not seen that. The chocolate war... I can't recommend it as a good movie, but it is definitely a school movie. Very okay. interesting. Okay. Um, well, that was a fun list, Goldie. Good yeah, suggestion. Yes. Boy, good that got this. me thinking of some fun movies. And you know what? We did it again. We did a lot of, a lot of bloviating. It's fine. America needs content. I know. Hey, our, our dear friend, Anthony Jeselnik, said to me on Twitter that he found that the longer his episodes are the more views and That's listens. So interesting. They get. What is so, his podcast about? I don't know. know. <laughs> no, it's too long. It. Who can even start <laughs> Who can listen? <laughs> no, Five his, hours. His, his podcast is about being hilarious. He's like okay. probably one of the funniest stand ups out there right now. And he's smart. He's and very he's smart. He's got he's the, the lost art of the hard joke. He makes hard actual jokes with real punchlines that make you gasp and laugh, which is oh. The best you can say about someone. That's really um, quite lovely. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode. Happy New Year, or as Alec wanted me to say, Bald Lang Syne. Right now.